It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome to the MLB Daily Podcast, your one-stop shop for daily baseball pod content. I am L.J. LaFura, and alongside me, I got Brandon Karam. We are a Belly Up Sports Podcast. We are what they aren't. Brandon, how you doing? Doing good. Yeah, your only place for seven days a week of baseball content, uh, Another great day in the MLB. We had the weekend series uh, all kick off today. If they didn't kick off yesterday, all 30 teams in action. Let's get right into it. I will start off with my New York Yankees taking on the Baltimore Orioles. Aaron Judge got the Yankees on the board in the top of the first with a home run. Austin Hayes responded with a home run of his own bottom of the first. But then Aaron Judge said, Anything you can do, I can do better. It's his second home run of the game, top of the fourth, to make it two to one Yankees. The Orioles get three runs in the fifth on a Pedro Severino double, Pat Vileka single, and then Trey Mancini double to take the lead for Baltimore. Top seven, the Yankees trailing four to two. They pinch hit Gio Rochella. He hits a go-ahead three-run home run to make it five-four Yankees. The Yankees' first pinch hit home run of the year, and they win 5-4. Uh, you can credit that win to Corey Kluber, his third of the year, now 3-2. and two. Six innings, seven hits, four runs, and six Ks for him. Travis Lakin Sr. takes the loss out of the Baltimore bullpen. He's now 1-4. and four. 
and Johnny Lasagna. Jonathan Loizaga picks up his second save of the year for the Yankees. It will be Domingo Herman versus Jorge Lopez today. LJ, uh, we're pretty sure that we're going to make the title something based around this Yankees-Orioles uh, game, but something about the O's bend over for the Yankees once again. Yes, this was my idea for a title because I have never seen a more pathetic franchise in my life <laughs> in terms of a specific matchup. Brandon, it hasn't been competitive over the last four years. No, it's um, like a lock every time we play Baltimore. Just actually, if I'm correct, I heard, I think they said it on the that broadcast. If it wasn't that broadcast, it was another, maybe the Red Sox one tonight, that the Orioles since the beginning of 2019 – are eight and 28 or something like that against the Yankees. Oh my God. It's like they decide, okay, the Yankees are here. Yeah, we have no shot. Let's just go ahead and quit. They might as well just put the pitchers out, the uh, position players out on the mound every game. Once they get in there, see what you got with those guys. Let the other guys have a week uh, weekend off because if you're not going to try to win, what the hell is the point here? This is just the dominant and the submissive. Yankees and Orioles, I mean, yeah. honestly, Braden, you'd be able to tell me better than I know myself. I personally don't want to go looking for this, but you might have. Um, is there any form of, like, Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction about these two teams? No, but I think that a couple years ago when, when Glaber Torres hit, like, 10 home runs or something against the Orioles in one year, I'm pretty sure Gary Thorne had a heart attack uh, when he was still <laughs> calling the games there. It sucks what they did to him, how he's not calling the games for them anymore. But, um, yeah, he was having an absolute heart attack. The fact that, that Glaber Torres was, was going off so much. Just seems like the Yankees absolutely handled the Orioles. And uh, I'm not complaining. I mean, this has been one of the worst teams in the league the last few years. They should be handled like this but you are right there is times like tonight where the Yankees get that one clutch hit the Yankees had a game like this in the 2020 season where Aaron Judge hit a clutch home run in the top of the ninth inning but I don't I care I'll take it a win is a win it counts the exact same as every other win so yeah I don't care how bad an a team you are when you're playing in division the amount of times the majority of these guys have played the guys on the other side, the amount of times these managers have gone up against each other, these should be closer percentage-wise than any other um, matchup they play. If Baltimore is only winning a third of their games, they should be close to half, or not, not maybe not close to half, but somewhere between half and a third. Uh against the Yankees, against the Red Sox, against the Rays, against the Blue Jays. And that's how that's how it is with just about everybody else. It follows the exact normal trends that it should with everyone else except the Yankees. Yeah. It's quite marvelous. Baltimore, who is your daddy? <laughs> All right. Next up, we've got the Red Sox and the Angels. Brandon, Hunter Renfro comes up in the second inning, and if you can recall – I talked about him ripping the cover off the ball without the right angle yesterday. Of course, that goes, it lands right before the warning track and one hops the monster for a single. Uh, he had the right angle today. 
430 feet to center for two runs. He's currently wanted in Suffolk, Middlesex, and Essex County for murdering that baseball. Nick Pavetta pitched a great, great. <clears throat> Nick Pavetta pitched great all game, but allowed a Shohei Otani to go yard in the sixth and allowed two one of the two runners that scored under Matt Andrees's watch in the seventh, trailing three to two. Throbert D. Bobby Dahlbeck unloads a piss missile to left center for two runs. The official listing is 419 feet, but Brandon, trust me, if it weren't for the DraftKings billboard on the Green Monster, that ball goes all the way to Maine. No doubt about it. The Red Sox win it 4-3. to Okay, moving on to the A's and the Twins. The A's scored five runs in the first six innings. They got home runs from Ramon Laureano, Sean Murphy, and Stephen Piscotti. Josh Donaldson responded with a home run of his own to put the Twins on the board. But Oakland gets a home run from Mark Canna in the top of the eighth, and they go on to win 6-1. to one. The win to Frankie Montas, now 5-2 and two on the year. Six innings, four hits, one run, and four Ks. Matt Shoemaker picks up the loss for Minnesota, now 2-4 and four on the year. Six innings, five hits, five runs, and four Ks. The Twins have lost five in a row, and they're five and ten in their last 15. Cole Irvin takes on Jose Barrios today. On to the Royals and the White Sox. The Royals scored five in the first three innings, thanks to home runs from Michael A. Taylor and Salvador Perez. Carlos Santana with single top seven to make it 6-2, and the Royals win to break their 11-game losing streak. Give the win to Brad Keller. Three and four, five innings, five hits, two runs, and seven Ks. The loss to Lucas Giolito. In game two of the doubleheader, I forgot to mention there that um, this was a, uh, a seven-inning doubleheader today. So the Royals win game one, break that uh, terrible losing streak they were on. Game two, the White Sox score three in the bottom of the second on an Andrew Vaughn home run, and Yuan Mancada bases loaded walk. For the Royals, Carlos Santana would homer in the top of the third to make it 3-1, but the Royals would still be trailing. They're unable to do anything else. They lose by that score. The win to Cody Hewer out of the Chicago White Sox bullpen. The loss to Jacob Junis, uh, 1-3 on the year now for him. One and a third innings pitched, four hits, two earned runs. Liam Hendricks picks up his eighth save on the year. And the White Sox have won eight of their last 10. They split this doubleheader today. And, or excuse me, yesterday. Uh, it will be Mike Miner taking on Carlos Rodon today. For the Cubs and the Tigers, the Cubs score four unanswered across the third and fifth innings. They got a home run from Chris Bryant, a double from Anthony Rizzo, and a single from Javier Baez. Bottom six, the Tigers get two solo home runs from Jake Rogers and Robbie Grossman, but it wasn't enough. They lose four to two. The win to Jake Arrieta, four and three on the year, six innings, four hits, two runs, and one K for him. The loss to Tariq Skubal, now 0-6 on the year for the Tigers. Six innings, eight hits, four runs, and five Ks. Craig Kimbrell picks up his seventh save of the season. For the Mets and the Rays, it was scoreless until the top of the fifth when Jonathan Villar homered to make it 2-0 Mets. Bottom eight, the Rays get a home run from Mike Zunino and a double from Manny Margot to tie the game. Bottom of the ninth, the Rays load the bases, and then Brett Phillips, the World Series hero, 
He delivers another walk-off hit. The Rays win three to two and end the Mets' seven-game winning streak. You can give the win to Pete Fairbanks out of the Tampa Bay bullpen. Their, their starter was Tyler Glass now. Eight innings, five hits, two runs, and 10 Ks. Very nice start from him. The loss to Miguel Castro out of the Mets bullpen. Uh, David Peterson goes seven and a third, allowing four hits, two runs, and nine Ks. Shane McClanahan will take on TBD today. For the Phillies and the Blue Jays, it was scoreless until the bottom of the sixth when Vladdy Jr. hit his ninth home run of the year to make it 1-0 Toronto. Top seven, the Phillies score five runs, a bases-loaded walk to JT Real Muto, a Reese Hoskins double, and an Alec Bohm double make it 5-1. to one. That would be your final. Connor Brogdon gets the win out of the Philadelphia bullpen, his fourth win on the year. Vince Velasquez. Got the start for Philly, five and two-thirds, three hits, one run, and seven Ks. The loss to Trent Thornton. Uh, Steven Matz got the start for Toronto, five innings, four hits, no runs, and nine Ks. And today's matchup will be Aaron Nola taking on Anthony Kay. For the Rangers and the Astros, Houston scored seven in the first three innings, getting three RBI singles, a sack fly, two bases loaded walks, and a double play that netted a run uh that's just called uh old school baseball you know no extra base hits there uh just scoring runs any way you can houston would add on more in the fifth on a martin maldonado home run that made it 10 to 2 adalas garcia continued his awesome campaign for the rangers with his 10th home run of the year for texas late but it wasn't enough the astros win 10 to 4 the wind is Zach Granke, now 3-1 on the year. Seven innings, seven hits, three runs, five Ks. Wes Benjamin takes his second loss on the year for the Rangers. One and two-thirds, three hits, three runs. Houston's won four in a row. Dane Dunning takes on Luis Garcia today. Indians and Mariners. Kyle Seeger got Seattle on the board, bottom of the first with a home run. Then top prospect Jared Kelnick playing in his second career game. Gets his first career hit on a two-run home run to make it 3-0 Mariners. Bottom seven, Seattle would score four more on a Kelnick double and Mitch Hanniger home run. Seattle goes on to win 7-3. The win to Chris Flexen, 4-1 and one on the year, 5-2 five thirds, five hits, one run. The loss to Aaron Savalli, 5-1 on the year now, his first loss of the year. He goes 6-2 thirds, seven hits, five runs, and six Ks. Rafael Montero picks up his fifth save on the year, and that will be Tristan McKenzie taking on Justice Sheffield today. Okay, so a lot of confusion. LJ's connection tonight was very bad, so I will be taking all of his games as well. So you just heard me go through all of the American League games. Uh, I will now go through all of the NL games. The only one, the only game we could really salvage was uh, the Red Sox Angels one from LJ, but um, yeah, if the editing seems a little bit weird or whatever in this episode, just know that uh, LJ had a bit of trouble with his internet tonight, so I will be taking all the game recaps, but um, yeah, starting with the Giants and Padres, 
There was no score until the eighth when Brandon Crawford went yard, a solo shot to take the lead, but the Pirates drove one in during the ninth to send this game to extras. The Pirates outscored the Giants 2-1 to one in the 11th inning to win 3-2. to two. The win to Luis Oviedo, the loss to Caleb Barger, Kevin Gaussman for the Giants, eight innings, one earned run and 12 Ks. Today it will be Johnny Cueto taking on Tyler Anderson. For the Braves and the Brewers, this game was put away in the fifth inning. While Atlanta led two to one, Marcelo Zuna and Ozzy Albies would go yard back to back. Milwaukee's Luis Urias and Manny Pena had solo home runs in the ninth, but the Brew Crew falls 6-3. The win to Drew Smiley, six innings, one earned run. The loss to Adrian Hauser, three innings, two earned runs. Next, we get the battle of the Andersons, and it will be Ian Anderson taking on Brett Anderson in this one. For Reds and Rockies, in his first start since his no-hitter, Wade Miley got jumped in the third inning. He allowed four runs on five hits there, eight runs on the game. The Rockies beat the Reds 9-6. to six. The win to Herman Marquez, six innings, four earned runs, and eight Ks. Wade Miley takes the loss in the start after his no-hitter. Three innings, eight earned runs, and five Ks. Daniel Bard with his fourth save on the year for Colorado. Today is Tyler Molly versus Julius Chachin. The Nationals and D-backs. Trey Turner led off the game with a home run. This was for sure a sign of things to come. The Nationals took care of business, getting 22 hits and scoring 17 runs. Max Scherzer looked like the Mad Max we like to see today. He had a no-no into the fourth inning, and the Nats win 17-2. Max Scherzer with the win, five innings, no earned runs, and seven Ks. Riley Smith with the loss, three innings, eight earned runs. Next will be Joe Ross against Seth Frankoff in his first major league start. For the Marlins and the Dodgers, to answer the boys' question in Greece, no, Sandy did not put up a fight. Sandy Alcantara was pulled after being mauled by the Dodgers. Eight runs to start the second inning. The Dodgers win 9-6. Clayton Kershaw gets the W. Six innings, five earned runs, and 11 Ks. Give that loss to Sandy Alcantara. One and a third for eight earned runs. And lastly, the Cardinals and Padres. This game went very late on the East Coast. The Padres got out to an early 3-0 lead and extended on it so that the Cardinals couldn't mount a comeback. Late home runs from Tyler O'Neill and Nolan Arenado went in vain. St. Louis loses to San Diego 5-4. Joe Musgrove picks up the win, five innings, one earned run, and five Ks. Johan Oviedo picks up the loss, two innings, three earned runs. And Mark Melanson with his major league leading 13th save on the year. All right, now I'm going to do the PPP and, and leaderboards real quick, and then we'll get out of here. I promise we will have a normal show tomorrow. This was just a bit weird that uh, LJ's connection was not uh, being good to us tonight. But for the PPP, uh, my first guy is Kevin Gosman. Look, I mean, he had an absolutely great start tonight, striking out 12 batters. And this is a guy who signs that qualifying offer for the Giants. This offseason, or it might have been a couple off seasons, last offseason, but either way, that qualifying offer is no, uh, pretty close to $20 million, which a lot of people were questioning, you know, why are you paying a guy like this so much money? But he's been fantastic so far this year. I mean, through eight games, 
He's 3-0, and and in over 53 innings, he has 59 Ks, a 1.84 ERA, and a .84 whip. Uh, really, really been a standout on that Giants staff, and the Giants have been playing such good baseball. Of course, we've talked about them quite a bit, but they're 23-15. and They lead the NL West over the Dodgers and Padres, and they have that big series coming up against the – Dodgers next week but this uh Giants Cardinals series or excuse me the not Giants Cardinals this Giants series right now is important for them that they can get these solid wins so when they go to face the Dodgers next week they're able to and or they're able to play well excuse me but the Pirates you know they do uh get the win tonight in extras which is a tough loss for the Giants but Kevin Gaussman was uh spectacular in the losing effort. The second guy, uh, this was LJ's, is Throbby Dahlbeck, of course, a Bobby Dahlbeck. Uh, he has the big hit for the Red Sox tonight, that home run. Uh, and look, he has been lighting it up. We saw what he could do in 2020. His offense was really good. And so far in his last six games, I mean, a 1.2 OPS, three home runs, and a stolen base. Uh, he's been red hot and could be a really key contributor to the Red Sox this summer. Uh, they can keep up the hot play. My, I have two guys here. Uh, Aaron Judge, look, two home runs tonight, the third time this year that he's hit two home runs in a game. Uh, in his last five games, eight for 14, three home runs, a 1.933 OPS. Uh, this is a guy who is legitimate, legitimately a top 10, maybe top five player in the league. I mean, a, I believe he has a, something like a 940 OPS now on the season. This is a guy who is consistently, since he came up, when he's been healthy, one of the top players in the league and just so much fun as a Yankees fan to be able to watch him play these last couple of years. But uh, hopefully him and the Yankees can keep up uh, this series against Baltimore. We uh, did get a few of LJ's thoughts on that series at the top of the episode. The last guy is Kyle Tucker. Uh, look, he, he has been killing it for the Astros lately, a 1.282 OPS in his last eight games. Uh, but his expected slugging percentage is actually 100 points higher than what his actual slugging percentage is. So he's expected to have uh, a lot more extra bases and just a lot more total bases in general than he has uh, gotten this year. Uh, so far, he's so he's played in parts of four major league seasons, uh, counting 2021. And he's at the highest expected batting average and expected weighted on base average of his career. Uh, look, Kyle Tucker is a guy who could easily be one of the top outfielders in this game uh, within a couple of years. He was a very highly rated prospect. Uh, a lot of people in in a dynasty uh, fantasy leagues have been going after him. Even in a normal fantasy leagues for 2021, he was uh, a fairly high pick considering some of the names he was going in front of. Uh, but yeah, he's a really fun player to watch hit. He's a really big build for an outfielder. And uh, I can't wait to see what he's able to bring for these next couple of seasons, or I guess for the next foreseeable future for the Astros. 
let's wrap it up with the leaderboards. Uh, we're going to talk about a few. We're going to talk about a few things today. That being the Oakland A's relocation and a couple of teams interested in Albert Pujols. We will move that to uh, today's episode for you guys. So actually, tomorrow for you guys, uh, Sunday's episode. But uh, for war for hitters. Mike Trout and Byron Buxton tied with 2.4, Ronald Acuna at 2.3, Chris Bryan at 2.1. War for pitchers, it's still Garrett Cole on top at 2.8, Jacob deGrom at 2.3, Corbin Burns at 2.1. Home runs, Ronald Acuna with 12, uh, three-way tie for second between Mitch Hanniger, Shohei Otani, and Jose Ramirez. Slugging percentage, Chris Bryant now leads with 667, Ronald Acuna in second at 651, and Trout at 649. And then strikeouts for pitchers. We now have a tie for first. Shane Bieber and Tyler Glass now both have 85. Garrett Cole at 78, and Max Scherzer at 68. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up for this one. We'll just keep it short. Um, Thank you for listening. Once again, sorry for the technical issue. Sorry if any of the editing was a bit off. Uh, we will have a full good episode uh, today, tomorrow for you guys. So uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter at MLB Daily Pod. Make sure you're following me and LJ. I'm at Brandon underscore Karam. LJ is at LJ underscore VP underscore LaFiora. That's going to do it for this edition of the MLB Daily Podcast. Thank you, and we will see you tomorrow. See you manana. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 